0: Welcome to All Things Vegas, Nourishing Self Care for the Helping Professional. During our time together, we will explore a wide variety of topics relating to self care, all especially geared to the helping professional. Our guests are all thought leaders and cutting edge providers in their respective fields of endeavor. They will offer not only helpful insights, but practical skills that you can begin to use immediately. Dr. Laura Stuve is a PhD molecular biologist, researcher, and instructor of science-based intuitive medicine. Her academic background includes a PhD at UCSF in biochemistry, and that's followed by a postdoc fellowship at Stanford working on the Human Genome Project. From there, Laura went on to become senior director of research and development at two California biotech companies working on identifying genes involved in chronic disease. Laura spent 26 years in basic research in human molecular genetics and academia and in the biotech industry before shifting her focus to full-time teaching, practicing, and researching mind-body medicine in 2008. So, Laura, thank you so much for joining us today on All Things Vegas podcast. Really excited
1: to have you here today. Yeah, thank you so much, Kathy, um, and the All Things podcast. All Things Vegas uh, group. I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we want to
0: talk about when we have Laura and her expertise um, on the air here is the whole idea about, um, you know, what kind of toasts, so to speak, um, the microbiome. But I suspect that in order for us to get really clear about that, Laura, that would you give us a little bit of... uh, backdrop and background about the microbiome and why we are even having this conversation
1: today? Absolutely. So um, over the past 10 or so years, the science has come out using the newer technology of DNA sequencing to be able to observe the micro microorganisms that are part of the human body. So we really are an ecosystem. And the areas of our body that interface with the outside world have thousands or tens of thousands of healthy microbes. So the lining of the lungs, the whole tube of the gut, the inside tube of the gut, the gut microbiome, the surface of the eyes, the skin, the mouth, the whole urogenital area. And that's fine, but why do we care? Why does this matter? If your microbiome is healthy, you're healthy. In particular, your immune system requires certain microbial species in the microbiome to be balanced, which means to not be in a tendency of overreactivity, allergies, autoimmune, inflammation. And so the widespread... uh, (laughs) acceleration of all of these allergies and immune imbalances is in part due to disruption over the past probably 75 years of modern lifestyle factors that are, as you just said, toasting the (laughs) microbiome. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to give you credit for giving me that word because I just thought that was such a uh, accurate description (laughs) of uh, what our kind of kind of what our modern lifestyle does in terms of i mean it just it. so so when we you when we use this descriptor toast what are we talking about here are we talking about imbalance are we talking about killing off good species what are we what all are we talking about what what's in that term
1: um In that term, and if we were looking at my slides for what toasts the microbiome, because I do have a slide on that, I have a piece of burnt toast coming out of the toaster, with very sad microbes all clustered around it. So um, by toasting the microbiome, it really means that certain species in this ecosystem are being eliminated altogether, like gone, possibly never returning. And then as we know from any type of ecology, if one species comes out of the ecosystem, there's general imbalance. So some species grow faster. They grow like weeds to compensate. Other species shrink in abundance. So there's distortion of the composition of the different microbial species. That's uh, one layer of toasting. And with that distortion, the microbes make different metabolites. So their contribution to our human physiology changes. Um, The estimates are from the research that 40% of the biomolecules or metabolites running through your bloodstream at any moment are not made by your human cells, but they're made Mm -hmm. by our microbe partners in the microbiome. Right. And... Um, this toasting can really antagonize certain species. They can get more invasionary and trigger inflammation. And so the, the whole distortion in, a, in abundance can shift the gene expression in the microbes and um, they can then promote disease instead of promoting health. So those are two of the big areas.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's a huge area. I mean, when you think about the ramifications of that, Mm -hmm. it's a a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I think most people are fairly uh, maybe savvy, you know, to, you know, understand some of the imbalances that can cause that kind of thing. Certainly um, stress. know is a can be a a really big deal but could you talk specifically about stress and 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 help us understand from this perspective of looking at the the biology so to speak of the microbiome what what is it that contributes you know how, how does that interface with our nervous system and the stress response that a lot of us experience on a daily basis
1: Yes, we all know that life in 2022 is stressful. It's only been getting stressful, more and more stressful for the past few years. And what does that mean? How does that trickle down and influence the microbiome? Because that's a really interesting connection. Well, just as the microbes make metabolites that influence our biology, our stress hormones, our stress neurotransmitters Influence the biology in the microbiome, and if you're blazing norepinephrine or cortisol through your body, that is going to impact um, the the microbiome in a in the toasting way that we just talked about. Certain species become more abundant because they can handle that, and mm-hmm. certain species decline, and then there is this flip that in biology is causing is called flishing flipping from a symbiont you know a beneficial species okay to a a, a what is called a pathobiont okay so was a symbiont became pathogen like okay. so it's got the patho and then the biont so things switch and the user friendly a word i use for pathobiont is frenemy okay, okay. was a friend became an enemy and microbe species, in the face of stress chemicals that we make, do this switch. They become more ferocious. They elevate inflammation. They agitate the epithelial borders of the body. They're no longer friends. They're like agitated mm-hmm. friends. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I want to just clarify also that, of course, you know, having this, you know, up, uptick of norepinephrine, epinephrine, cortisol is a is a natural human response and is useful. Um so what we are talking about here is the when it becomes not useful. Am I correct in, in saying that?
1: that? That's, a, that's a great point. All of these neurotransmitters have a lot of you know beneficial functions. Right. They're they're essential and even the the stress response that that amplifies them is beneficial but when it is chronic and we are you know chronically activating our sympathetic nervous system and our hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis that elevation and distortion of the chronic stress in chronic stress is what does this distortion in the microbiome? Right, right. Uh, the only reason
0: I'm kind of, I guess, putting a fine point on that a little bit, Laura, is sometimes people um, take the whole stress response to be something that's negative, and it's not. It's a, it's a natural response. It's more about the chronicity of it. How long does it last? How do we, how do we deal with it? What do we do with, um, what do we do with that when it's happening to us?
1: Right. Yes, it's how we hold our stress. It's really our, that's a whole other topic. That's our stress mindset. Exactly. So you make different chemicals if you're in a, you know, my life is threatening. I feel threatened. If you're in that threat stress mindset, you make the threat stress chemicals. If right. you're like, wow, this is really hard, but I'm going to find a way through it. You right. make different chemicals that do not toast your microbiome. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 So I
0: think, I think that's a really important, um, you know, point that make, make sure that people get so that, so that we don't become um, afraid of our responses. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, So I'm
0: going to guess that because, um, you know, because we're talking primarily, at least in this, uh, this conversation about the gut microbiome, um, that I would imagine that um, there's a lot of dietary influence in it, I would guess, especially, um, you know, to your point earlier about the fact that, you know, we are seeing a, a big upheaval in, you know, out of balance gut microbiomes and the results you know the results of that in terms of our health. So what are the kinds of dietary things um, are you seeing that really kind of just toast the microbiome staying on that topic?
1: Um, So if we consider the dietary things that toast the gut microbiome, we have, of course, antibiotics in the food supply. So right. it's not just did you take antibiotics for, you know, a bacterial infection, you know, four months ago? Right. It's, right. you know, it does the um, <laughs> steak that you're eating or right. the chicken burger or even the organic carrot that you're eating have antibiotics in it? Right. Because right. antibiotics are in the, You know the food animals they are in the fertilizers that um vegetables are are grown in and so it it is a ubiquitous part of the landscape that's kind of invisible to us so obviously there is that factor right um the second factor is you know food additives and preservatives um and packaged foods and then there is the whole arena of environmental toxins that are in the food supply so from you know chemicals used in manufacturing the the plastic containers and to go um styrofoam uh (laughs) you know containers that that we carry food around in or buy it in our uh stores in um those plastics chemicals, and we all know the story about BPA from plastic water bottles and right. baby bottles and all of that. A lot of these chemicals hang out in the body for a long time. Okay. Um, and by long time, I mean years, decades. There are there mm-hmm. are toxins in your body that <laughs> uh, from fetal life, from fetal right. life exposures and early childhood exposures. And the the research that's come out, especially in the past two or three years, has really highlighted how these environmental toxins and the burden of environmental mm-hmm. toxins that that unfortunately we all have in our bodies disrupt our microbiome. And okay. that has an adverse impact on our health.
0: So this is the disruption that you were talking about earlier in terms of some species get stronger, some maybe are annihilated completely, and then others perhaps uh, just, so it's just the general imbalance. Yes, it's a distortion
1: yeah. of the right. structure of the ecosystem, loss of some species, and this conversion from friend to enemy, the the pathobiont phenomenon. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm kind of thinking, especially for some of our
0: um, Um, of a certain age, listeners that might be on the call. I mean, um, you know, I certainly know when I was a kid, we used to, I lived in an agricultural area, and we used to, you know, there was, there were airplanes dropping chemicals on the fields, and there were DDT trucks going down the road, and we used to play in the mist behind that. You know, I mean, that was, that was fun for us as kids. So it's, it's, doesn't surprise me. Um, What's, what is kind of distressing, however, is the length of time that those things can stay in your body
1: yes that they can stay in your body they can cause obviously changes in your mm-hmm. own cells right including changes down in the epigenetic code um, but some of these newer reports are suggesting that at least a portion of the impact of the adverse impact of toxins on health is mediated by the the microbiome. Okay, and I just want to highlight two other changes in the microbiome from sure. toxins that I didn't mention earlier. So they've they've uh, demonstrated that the genes that the microbes have on change, so gene expression changes, um, that changes the metabolite soup that the uh, m- microbes in the microbiome contribute to our bodies and there's also a trigger of inflammatory cytokine production in our own bodies um, Mm -hmm. when our uh, microbiome is swimming in in a toxic soup let's say in our intestines Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's a pretty big impact when, especially, and I'm, I, I don't know for sure, Laura, so I'm going to just ask the question. So because the microbiome, the gut microbiome, uh, you know, at least is responsible for how well we absorb the nutrients in our foods. um, I'm guessing that that's part of this whole picture of um, the impact that these imbalances and toxins would have
1: on our health. Would that be accurate? Um, that would be accurate. So we could really step in and look at the role. What what are the functions of these gut microbes that might be disrupted mm-hmm. um, by toxicity? And one of them is certainly nutrient breakdown and nutrient absorption. Um, the other is some of these toxins are obesogens. Okay. Um, that is, you know, the, a, a class a classification, and DDT is one of those. Um, but it's not alone in that department, which means that due to the changes in the microbiome landscape and the metabolites uh, that the altered microbes make, our bodies are are triggered to put on more fat tissue, like okay. fat cells. So. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, So that is another layer here. And since the microbiome has this primary role in keeping the immune system in balance, so balancing both the inflammatory you know, what I call the warriors that, that fight things off, as well as the anti-inflammatory regulatory cells, like the, the regulatory T cells that keep inflammation and autoimmune responses low. When you, um, damage the microbiome, that delicate balance in Mm -hmm. the immune system is disrupted. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and that starts making total sense, especially when we think about. I I really like the you know referring to the whole um, microbiome, regardless of where it is in your body, um, as an ecosystem. And so we are, I think, all pretty acutely aware of you know by by looking at our larger Earth ecosystem, you know how delicate, as you put it, the the balance is with that. And you know, we we have a better understanding, I think, perhaps now than thinking that, I mean, you used to think kind of that we were bulletproof, I think, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes we, we do have that tendency, especially when we're younger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So what I am really curious about, So so
0: all of this is like super, you know, super interesting to understand, you know, some of the underpinnings for our responses um, and and the experiences that we might be having as a result of a disrupted microbiome and the and the sheer um, breadth of influence that it has in on all of these different areas of the body. I think a lot of people think digestion, but it goes way beyond that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we haven't even commented on on the connection, the gut brain connection. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know where the that the harmony in the gut microbiome actually influences your clarity of thinking your ability to focus your um, depth of rejuvenating sleep and so um, the whole foggy brain phenomena is in part a disruption of the the gut Mm -hmm. microbiome Yeah. yeah so it's got it's got big
0: ramifications not just in the physical body but also in our emotional and mental health
1: as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And some of that is because of the inflammatory cytokines. So again, more and more evidence is coming out that uh, inflammatory cytokines make us more anxious, uh, stress sensitive, as opposed to stress resilient, and irritated and angry. And obviously, we all know everybody's frustrated, irritated, and <laughs> angry today. There's Feels like it anyway. Irritated yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. didn't used to like beat up the flight attendants, for example.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's I think it's interesting to recognize that this is such a um it's a much it's a much broader topic, you know, certainly mm-hmm. than um than a lot of people give it credit for.
1: Yes, so, it is.
0: Yeah. So what what I'm really curious about, of course, I mean all of this background is really fascinating. I really appreciate you um, delving into the science behind all of this to help us understand the the um, long term as well as the broad ramifications of these kinds of imbalances. but you know the the question is, and of course our our podcast is really about okay, so what do we do with this? you know how do we right. how, how can we as individuals um you know when we're talking about this toxicity which, I'm guessing that most of the people that might be listening to this podcast are, you know, have some kind of level of exposure to, you know, to some level of toxicity anyways, even when we are doing our very, very best to not, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So um, I just want to say one thing about this yeah. toxicity exposure and this tox- toxicity burden, and then we can talk about, okay, well, yeah. that sounds oh, really bad. Yeah. What can we do about that? (laughs) Exactly. So um, the scientific term for the amount of environmental toxins in the tissues of our body is your toxin burden. Okay. And um, that again, accumulates over time, your detox systems can clear it, but they, in most of us, they don't keep up. So if you take an average, uh, American, for example, and you look at what, what, how many different types of chemicals do they have accumulated in their body, uh, that the common numbers are 300 to 400 different chemicals. And some of these chemicals are called forever chemicals. That's their little acronym because they hang out forever in your bodies and in the environment and they just did a very alarming um, study of newborn babies, and they looked at 30,000 infants across eight studies for forever chemicals to see how many of the the babies had them in their bloodstream. Um, 100% of the babies. So, because they go in with the breast milk. Um, And so this is obviously a huge issue but in my experience as a, you know, a mind-body practitioner and working on developing techniques both to reset the harmony in the microbiome mm-hmm. and to clear toxicity in the body, there are things that we can do to make a difference here. That'd be great. And to both restore untoast our microbiome. <laughs> It's like going to the the sink with the, the knife and scraping off the burnt part of the toast um, and getting the rest sparkled up. And then you know, reducing the burden of, of, of toxicity. Our body does have very strong, powerful detox systems, mm-hmm. but a lot of them again are a little debilitated because we sit all day we don't move around the way our hunter-gatherer ancestors did. We have very sluggish lifestyles. Right. Yeah.
0: So yeah. you had another plug for moving your body, right?
1: <laughs> move, move, move your body. Yeah. So, Absolutely. I yeah. don't know where you want to start in the whole solutions to the problem <sighs> arena. So why don't you uh, guide us with where you'd like to steer sure. that copy?
0: Well, I'm thinking that, um, you know, I'm I'm guessing that there is a way to, um, you know, I don't want to get into a long conversation about, you know, cleaning up your diet and doing, you know, some of those things that probably seem pretty intuitive to most people. But, um, you know, it seems like finding a way or is there, you know, working with this ability for our systems to do what they can do, which is, you know, clearing toxins and, and lessening our uh, at least not the forever you know burden but some mm-hmm. of the rest of the burden yeah so um i think if if i remember for um, from our conversation pre podcast that there's there's what you call a reset yes about doing that so can you can you talk a little bit about that and maybe help us understand how we can do that for ourselves
1: Um, yes. So, um, in, uh, the system that I work in, we have a whole set of resets with different focus. Um, uh, and one of them is specifically a detoxification reset. Okay. And, um, while we don't have any hard scientific data on whether this clears toxicity in the body what we do observe is that when people practice this reset things improve okay okay aches and pains improve um kind of energy improves the things improve that that you would expect if the toxicity uh is going down and it uh, like all of the resets it is simple um I've been timing it. It takes about, you know, you can take, you could probably, you know, blaze through it in two minutes, or you could take your time and do it in in a in six minutes. Because the reset is like a mindfulness practice. Part of it is going to be your focus. Okay. And and we're going to guide you as to what do I focus on. Okay, right. there are there there will be three things to focus on. And um, those are really the way you can think of the points of focus, it's an invitation to your body. Okay. Um, so um the first point of focus for this reset is moving the lymph. Okay. Okay. The, the um lymphatic system is the cellular uh, detox system, taking away the cellular waste. Um, um And so there are lymphatic capillaries, there are lymph nodes as we know throughout the whole body. They are clustered in the area where we have the microbiomes because that is where there's a lot of interface with the outside world. And so potential Mm -hmm. microbial invaders and pathogens. So the uh, lymph nodes really need to do extra observation and scanning in those areas. So we, we will be spending time on you know for example um <clears throat> the whole uh, upper respiratory tract track because while we've been focusing on the gut microbiome there's a lot mm-hmm. of inhaled toxins right you know, right there's exactly. air pollution there's a lot of wildfires and you know all kinds of things burning up that that you know humans didn't use to breathe into their lungs and so um so we'll be focusing on on the respiratory system on the whole abdomen um, because remember that tube of the intestines where the microbiome mm-hmm. lives has lots of nooks and crannies where toxins can take up residence and and get stuck. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they can kind of hide out sometimes. I think. Yeah. You know, it feels yeah. like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, that's great. Okay. So, so how, do how do we, do how do we begin?
1: Yeah. Okay. And the second point of focus when we, when we get down to our livers is to energize that major um, detox organ, all the right. phase one and phase two detoxification pathways that help us clear both our internal metabolic toxins, as well as environmental toxins. We want that working um, as all energized and working as well as it can. So the idea when we um, are in the liver is we're going to visualize the liver. And again, any congestion of toxins, we're just going to imagine we're going to sweep that away. And then after we've moved the lymph, energized our liver detox functions, the last point of focus is really going to be to press a button and flush the toxins out of the body. Okay. Okay. And yeah. that is going to be um, uh, what is called the garbage disposal point. It is an acupoint with that flushing out the toxins function. And we're going to tap on that point to again all the toxins that we've liberated in our in our movements and our sweeping. We're gonna we're gonna get those cleared out of the body. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't okay. want them hanging around, right? We do not <laughs> we want, want them not hanging, hanging around. around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Okay. so are you ready f- to have me take you through this reset there, that'd everyone? be great yeah let's do it yeah. okay so um i'm just going to give you a little more of an overview and then i'm going to guide you through it in this reset your hands are going to be the sweepers okay. so it's just like if you were going to you know sweep up a little pile of dust or trash with your hands but where are they going to sweep they're going to you know, you could sweep on the surface of the of your body, we tend to sweep a few inches above the body. And you want to clear toxins head to toe. Um, So we start at the top of the head, we sweep over the whole body. Okay, I'm just going to describe it. And then we're going to and then I'm going to guide you through it all the way down, we're going to spend a little extra time, we get to the liver, energizing our liver detox. We're going to spend extra time in that gut microbiome, flushing out all the toxins there uh, in the, you know, intestines to harmonize our gut microbes. And then when we get down to the left ankle, I'm going to guide you to find and tap on that um, garbage disposal point. So you probably want your shoe off or you want access to your okay. external malleolus. Okay, okay. let's it. do it. All right, let's do it. So first you can just get comfortable in your chair, take a deep breath or two. You can shut your eyes because we can focus better, okay? We're focusing inside our body. We're gonna light up our whole lymphatic system, the lymphatic capillaries, the lymph nodes. So start at the top of your head, start sweeping, okay? Spend a little bit of extra time in the eyes the poor eye microbiome there. Sweep over your face. All the lymphatics in the, in the neck. Back of the head. And then let's really spend a little bit of time on the lungs. Let's work on accumulated toxicity, damaging the microbiome in the lungs from inhaled pollutants. Okay, now on the Uh, base of the right rib cage area. Let's sweep over our livers. Imagine we've got our little energy hands and we're flushing environmental toxins that are stuck in the liver. We're just sweeping them out of there. Now we're down in the intestines. So you can just imagine that you're flushing all the Little pockets of toxicity stuck in the intestines, distorting the gut microbiome function. If there's an area where you have discomfort in your abdomen, spend a little more time there. Okay, now you can sweep down the legs, inside and outside of the leg, both legs. And you wanna get all the way down to the left outside of the ankle. So find that ankle bone, that exterior malleolus, go right underneath the bone and then go forward until your finger, um, maybe about half an inch until your finger falls in a little indentation. Okay, that is your gallbladder 40 garbage disposal point. You're gonna tap in that whole area. You don't need to worry about specifically finding the point Just imagine a whole area about the size of a quarter you're gonna tap in and all the toxins that we just liberated into the bloodstream, we're gonna flush out with this garbage disposal. Okay, now we're gonna start at the top of the head again. Okay, we're gonna sweep again, any areas where you've got pain or some sort of sensation, Maybe your eyes have been really tired. Sweep a little more there. Maybe you've got an area where your tooth or your gums is sensitive. The oral microbiome might be a little off there. Sweep there. Sweep the neck, shoulders, the whole area of both lungs. Again, visualizing we're liberating little pockets of toxicity and. Moving the lymph, spend some time energizing your liver detox functions, sweeping congested toxins out of that area. And then again, now we're in the intestines, the small intestine, the colon, getting rid of accumulated toxicity, including in the kidneys and the bladder while we're down in the hole main abdominal area now back down the legs all the way down to the left ankle the bottom forward corner of the external malleolus is your garbage disposal point tap there visualize all these toxins clearing from the body at just the right pace not too fast to cause a detox reaction or too slow. This this point has that Goldilocks quality of just the right pace of detoxification. Okay, last tour through of moving the lymph. So start at the top of the head. You can sweep a little faster if you want so that you can spend extra time anywhere you've got pain or discomfort Like I'm going to work a little on my right shoulder, energize the liver detox when you get there, really pay attention to the whole gut, okay? All those nooks and crannies of all the food additives and plastic packaging and pesticides and forever chemicals and everywhere chemicals in the intestine, let's get them all out of there, okay? and let's go down to again the the left ankle okay tap your garbage disposal point okay we have one more step but first i just want you to just pause and get comfortable in your chair now we're going to activate this reset through the entire energetic system which means all 12 acupuncture meridians so if you imagine there's a a swimmer's cap on your head it covers most of your forehead all the area where it covers all the hair that's the area where there's about 100 acupoints And you're going to tap on that whole area, visualizing your lighting, you're turning on the lights in all these points. So you start in the middle of the forehead. You really want to go up to the crown. That's a very special acupoint that lights up energy channels head to toe, down to the tops of the ears, back up to the crown, and then tap the whole back of the head. Again, imagining you're lighting up all these acupoints all the way to the base of the occiput. So we've got 100 acupoints lit up now on our head. Let's imagine there's a little uh, panel that's the whole sternum area. So first we're gonna tap in the center of that area, kind of in the right between uh, the breasts there. And you wanna tap on the midline. There's some very special acupoints that you're activating on the midline. So go up a, a couple inches and down a couple inches, the whole top of the sternum to the base of the sternum, and then radiate your tapping out about three to four inches on both sides. So we're getting this reset running through the heart, the lungs, the whole upper part of the body. Okay, the last panel of acupoints is centered around the navel. So go ahead and tap the navel, which is an acupoint. Stay on the midline. Go tap down a couple of inches. You're getting another acupoint there that lights this uh, detoxification throughout your whole uh, reproductive and digestive systems. And then go up a couple inches above the navel. So you, got, you tap the whole midline, now radiate out again, three or four inches in each direction, tap a whole panel of acupuncture points. All right, and you can pause here. You, are, you have completed your reset. Now you can just notice if there's a little more circulation or energy flow in any area of the body. Anything feel any different? You have awakened your lymphatic system and your detoxification functions, and pressed the garbage disposal and activated detox. And this reset really it it works. That that acupuncture point and the visualization. It's very simple, and um, it's something that you can do. And if you feel like, oh, I'm too busy, I can't sweep head to toe three times. You can do it once or you can just press your garbage disposal. But the important thing about the sweep is you're actually releasing all the stuff to clear and then you press the garbage disposal. So it'd be like, if you just press the point, you wouldn't have put all the stuff in the garbage disposal to crunch up and clear. Okay, you wanna sweep to liberate things and then tap to clear. Right, right, excellent. Yeah,
0: excellent. That's, I mean, it's easy enough to do. Can you can you help me, Laura, understand? Um, you know, this. So, so I'm guessing that this has some. You know, talking about acupuncture points, that there's some Chinese medicine influence here. So, can you talk to just briefly as we wrap up here about um, the science behind? You know, because that's to some of our to some of our listeners. I'm going to kind of guess that going from the scientist that you are to, um, you know, doing this kind of tapping and and sweeping reset is going to be kind of a big jump. So, can you help us understand a little bit about the the science behind uh, what we just did, and maybe you know, mention just you know what 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 brought you in that direction? That Sounds is a like,
1: big question. That's a really
0: big question, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah so um let's just talk about the science of what's known about acupuncture meridians and acupuncture points so they can definitely be visualized with different uh tools now um, in terms of the electromagnetics and the thermal imprint of an acupoint and a whole meridian channel right and um, um If we look at their structure in the fascia, they are really wired into the nervous system. So there's a lot of really interesting science um, pointing to um, that stimulation of an acupoint um, activates certain neurotransmitters. It does create a parasympathetic response. And anyone that's had an acupuncture treatment stimulating with needles these points can probably attest to how relaxing that is, but if we go back in terms of the ancients, they they didn't use needles. Things were activated with touch. Okay, okay. And for example, probably the the biggest um, most impressive research that I've seen on tapping on acupoints and does that make a difference is for EFT. Right. emotional freedom technique which does use tapping on acupoints for emotional release and they have tested with and without the the acupoint tapping and the technique works much better at calming people's anxiety and ptsd right. when right. you tap the points right. in right. body intuitive the system i practice we tap a lot of acupoints and i would have to say that my observation of what they do when i do those um practices or when clients do them they they work minor miracles um uh so in terms of like taking someone immediately out of afib or um you know some very um or a panic attack so that they they very quickly reset and and the 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 other um scientific um uh research that i found very compelling in terms of acupoints is that activating a point different points are are connected into um, activation or or modulation because it's not mm-hmm. always turning things right. on sometimes right. it, it's decreasing them um, of different hormones and neurotransmitters in the body so at the acupuncture meridian system is really wired into the whole endocrine and nervous system and we know if you change your hormones or your neurotransmitters you feel different right and so that to me is a bit about how this works and then how does visualizing moving things move things well you know yogis and meditators have been visualizing different things in their body and have gained control over functions that most of us do not have and this is like an invitation to start to develop that skill um right. and yeah yeah excellent
0: excellent well i have really appreciated and i will say that you know the the you know the whole the whole idea of you know helping my system to detox itself is very, um, it's very exciting to me because, you know, like we said, leading into the whole practice of the detox reset, um, it can be, it can make you feel a little doom and gloom when, you know, we are just immersed in toxins in our environment.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely and even and it can seem kind of hopeless if you imagine well even if you completely clean everything up now and another toxin yeah. never goes in yeah. but the toxins that right you know, from the ddt trucks or the twinkies that you ate when you were yeah. you yeah. know seven years old are still in there yeah so yeah. um but my experience of working with this reset and other techniques like it is incredible change in terms of symptomology.
0: Well, Laura, I so appreciate you sharing your expertise with everybody today because it's um, it's just, you know, it's remarkable and also really hopeful that there are things that we can actually do for ourselves um, outside of the things that we already know what to do to take care of ourselves, but that there is this whole arena of all of these amazing things that we haven't even maybe thought about. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I want to thank you for the opportunity. Sure. It, yeah, it was really great to chat with you today. And I hope that the listeners um, enjoy this reset and uh, play with it a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Why well, I, I certainly will for sure.
0: <laughs> All right. Excellent. Thanks, Laura. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Kathy. So if you are interested in exploring more about the Mind-Body Connection and Mind-Body Medicine and interested in Laura's approach, you can go to her website. It is www.bodyintuitive.org.